Welcome to the Metro Church Podcast. We hope you will be blessed by this message. For more information about Metro Church, visit our website at metrochurch.org.au. Prayer is actually a very powerful thing. Yep. So how about we begin with prayer, shall we? Amen. Heavenly Father, we thank, thank you for this opportunity to gather together. I thank you for Anna, for Sebastian and Rashida, for Solomon. Thank you for Pastor Bruce and for the team that are a part of this broadcast that so many people are going to be a part of, not just now, but in the next week, the next couple of weeks. People that will go back to it and it will become the place that really helps them. So, Father, we pray that you will open our hearts and open our minds. Lord, save us from getting distracted by anything around about us. Holy Spirit, help us to know very simply what it's like to follow Jesus. We thank you for that, Lord. Amen. Amen. First Peter chapter 2 and uh, verse 2 says this, As newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the Word, the Word of God, that you may grow thereby. And there's so many verses that talk about the need for us to grow. John the Apostle says in the first epistle of John, I've got no greater joy than to see that my children are walking in the truth. The Apostle Paul regularly in his epistles prays that we will grow. Mm. And so I know how important growth is, but you know, growth's not really a mystery, but sometimes we make the things of God very mysterious. Mm-hmm. So let me ask you, Anna, how old were you when you came to Christ? Uh, 17. 17. So you're a teenager in a small town in Albania? Yeah. How big is the town you come from? Uh, probably 4,000 people. 4,000. Wow. Okay. That's bigger than the one I grew up in, but there you are. <laughs> so in a town of 4,000 people and not a Christian country, so not a, you weren't, it wasn't like the prevailing culture was one of honoring the name of Jesus. Mm. So... Can you tell everyone, what was the one most important thing you did after you said yes to Christ? What was the one thing that you look back now and go, I'm really glad I did that? Yeah, there are lots of important things, but one thing that I did is that I woke up um, before everyone else and actually I would pray for a few hours. Wow. I, it was a time that I was praying five hours, waking up in the morning with a lifestyle Christ. in Albania. It's different. I didn't have to go to work the next day, and especially on Fridays because I didn't have to go to school the next day. But um, And I would just read the Bible mm-hmm. constantly. And Did you know where to start reading the Bible? As in- um, I, we had, actually, that's a very good question because we had a um, program to read the Bible from the beginning until end, wow. but um, few people suggested to read Psalms and a New yeah, Testament. Yeah. But I was reading from the beginning, and the more I was reading, the more I was hungry to know the how is the story is going to go. Yeah, and that. Well, what did you do again? Forget the script; it doesn't matter. Uh, but I know when I first started reading the Bible as a new Christian, there was actually a lot I didn't understand. What did you do with the bits where you read it and go, I have no idea what that's talking about? Um, yeah, it's so true that it's, I still don't understand lots of things. There's so many things, but I know that Jesus loves everyone. <laughs> he died for us. That's a good thing. I know that us. that's important. Yeah. But um, I would, um, uh, obviously, we didn't have phones. I didn't have a phone until I was 20-something. We didn't have a computer to go mm-hmm. online. We didn't have internet until a few years ago in, in my hometown. Wow. So we didn't have all anything like that. But when I went to church, which was a little church, a new church, 
I would call hungry asking for people, teach me how, what does this mean? And sometimes, you know, the pastor, yeah, the leaders, yeah. I would ask them, I'll surround myself yeah, with these people. Yeah. And they're like, oh, we're not sure about this. And But few answers, you know, I didn't have all the answers, but mm. I just just wanted to grow and I was yeah. so thirsty and hungry. And the more I kept seeking God, the more I kept praying, the more I kept reading, wow. even though I didn't understand some of the things, I just felt like, I felt it grow, you know, like, yeah. like kids, they grow, you see them, they little, they grow, and I just felt it grow in my, in my yeah, spirit. Wow. And, um, yeah, so it was, it's really good. And um, I think I was um, Christian for about one year when the pastor of church said to me, can you share a message? Yeah. I said, don't say preach, because preach is a big word for me <laughs> as a new Christian. So I shared and um, uh, yeah, just God being so good. And um, yeah, he and Holy Spirit helps us to understand yeah. some verses. You know what? I believe that some verses probably they're not for the time to understand. This is uh -huh. what I think. Maybe later when we are in different circumstances, yeah. because um, word, um, God's yeah. word is, wow. is alive. It's alive. Yeah. Sebastiano, if I could bring you in here, uh, because Anna just said something I think is really quite important, is that we often learn from each other. Mm -hmm. It's one thing to have the Holy Spirit make something plain to you, and we all pray for that. Uh, you know, I think it's a great practice to, before you open the Word of God, say, Lord, show me stuff. But oftentimes it's somebody around about, you know, and I know when you came to Christ mm -hmm. here in this church, every single service... Sebastiana would be saying, Pastor, what does this mean? Pastor, tell me about this. And I know I wasn't the only one. How important was it for you to have people that could help you learn? Because you come from a country that's very religious. Correct. You know, the culture is very religious, but not always does the Word of God seem simple or believable. So how important was that for you? Actually, uh, I have been blessed uh, because uh, around me uh, there was really wise people, oh. and uh, and the all the question. Soon I understood the relationship with Jesus, because mm. uh, as you say, is uh, I had a, a religion background, but the relationship with Jesus Very is the, the the most the, 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 the first point, the, the, the most important point that uh, many people are missing. Yeah, yeah. As soon I understood that. I had uh, so wise, so much wise people around me that uh, actually spoke in, into my life, yeah, and uh, uh, what they spoke has been really powerful uh, yeah. the, through all my journey until now. Actually, well, it's a bit like what you're saying. I, I love the way these things kind of happen, and where we have these discussions because you talk about relationship. How long have you both been married now? Two years, eh, two months. Two something. years. Two <laughs> months. And, and how long before that were you kind of dating seriously? We've, we've known each other for five years. Yeah. Five years. Yeah. 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 So if I ask you, because you've said about a relationship with Jesus. So if I ask you, do you feel like your relationship with Rashida is still growing and you're discovering more about Rashida even five years later? What do you say? The first thing I said to Rashida, we first have to love Jesus. Yeah. And until that time, we are growing easily yeah. and we understand more about what does it mean love. And yeah. this morning, Pastor Randa gave yeah, a, a, a really exactly explanation <laughs> of what does it mean love. And yeah, uh, yeah we, we are growing. 
and uh, we uh, try and uh, we are learning from each mm. other and uh, but the always the most uh, the master is jesus and yeah. uh, it's really important but, in all relationships but just like any relationship with another human which keeps growing yeah i, I know so many people who yeah. think god is like you come to christ and now you've done it mm. no and i go well no that's religion <laughs> yeah correct religion says you've done enough relationship says there's more to learn there's more you can grow it's so, every day yeah, it's totally. every moment yeah. Uh, yeah it's what is happening uh, in our life actually yeah so rashida you come from a family too where you know the awareness of jesus as a living person who wants to be in you and work with you and love you that wasn't as common in your background or your upbringing so what's been the one thing that you look back now uh, after these five or so years and say Boy, I'm glad I did that. Yeah, no, I come from a very blessed family, actually, in Fiji. Um, we were always together. Mm -hmm. um, it's, a, it's, it's a dot in the world map, so it's wow. a very tiny little island. Um, is when I encountered God, um, it's amazing because what you just said earlier is um, my God has not only just delivered, you know, he's not just bought me out and left me but he's bought me out to right. bring me in yeah, uh, right. is what I find. Yeah. And as a newborn today, I find that, um, that Satan does not have any authority over me anymore. And, um, and the knowledge of God is what, what I see. Yeah. And um, leaving back home, I, the only thing I wish for is um, I'd known Jesus way earlier. Hey, we, all, we all say that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we all do. But it, how brilliant it is that you yep. can keep on growing uh not just in knowledge of the bible because again i think a lot of people think if i learn enough bible verses or you know i go to church enough and i go no that's a part of it mm -hmm. and an important part i've been to church every every sunday of my life i'm pretty sure uh whether i've you know well not every sunday of my life but every sunday since i gave my life to christ and i know that the value of coming and making a habit out of that's been mm. pretty important. Solomon, you were raised, weren't you, in a Christian home? Yeah. So you were raised going to church. Has there been any points, though, along the way where the faith of you as a child and now your faith as an adult, what's been the change for that? I think, as you just mentioned, you can go to church every single su Sunday, and we did, and we religiously mm. went, and... We have to memorize uh, memory verses and tell wow. it in front of the church. Really? If I didn't tell it, I didn't have lunch on that day. So it was that strict. So we did wow. all those things. But still, uh, I feel now I'm more grown uh, in faith yeah. than that time. That was very religious. Yeah, well, uh, but I, there was no relationship, as uh, Sebastiano just mentioned. So now I have, I'm coming into that relationship. And that only happened when I was a teenager wow. and then uh, started to, you know, hassle people and uh, get some people around me and just mm. uh, speak word. And I used to go same like I think it, mm. you've picked the right people because we all <laughs> went to the same pe same person over and over again asking questions. Mm. Uh, why mm. does it say like this? And uh, how does it wh what does this mean? And so, yeah, well, yeah. oh, it's completely different to now uh, where I am. You said to me once, just in conversation, that, you know, your following of Christ has made you a better husband, husband. a better father. And you talk like that. And again, I, I know we say this a lot here, 
But we only say it because, again, for many people, spiritual life is a compartment that I only open on Sunday. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I go there on Sunday when really, you know, walking with Jesus, like you've talked about your marriage mm-hmm. and about how if we put Jesus first in our marriage, you know, things mm-hmm. get mm-hmm. better. So Can so, I elaborate on that? Yeah, I want you to, yeah. yeah uh, so, uh, it, and this only happened in the last 13 years that we've been in Perth. Right. Before, uh, we used to go to church, hear a one and a half hour sermon, wow. just the sermon, not the church. The whole church goes on for three, three and a half hours, the one and a half hour sermons. And that was very biblically. If you ask mm. me about something, I can probably tell you because I've learned this. But the relationship, I was not a better f- husband, better father. I was not a better f- uh, brother. All these things changed. Life, things changed. From the practical word or the mm. messages that actually you opened it to mm. us, and it was like a uh, like whole another new level. Wow. Like that's what happens when uh, religious uh, into religion uh, relationship comes in. Yeah, well. uh, and that's how it's not just on Sunday. We were actually practicing from Monday to Saturday as well. Mm, so, that's great. Huh? Yeah. A friend of mine once preached a message called "Where Does God Go on Mondays?" Yes, <laughs> I love I love the title, uh, you know, because for some people they think, "What do you mean Mondays? He's not there on Monday yeah, yet." Yeah. Well, he actually is, but you know, it is a journey, and like any journey, there are stumbling blocks from time to time. Mm. So let me again come back to you, Arno. As a young Christian, do you remember any particular? hurdles or obstacles that you look back and go wow i was close to the edge there or mm. um, i'm really glad i made that choice is there yes. anything you can yeah, help us sure. with yeah actually um that year that i became christian i decided instead of going to any college or university not against because i studied after i decided to go to bible college and i was accepted and everything and i would travel from um, my hometown about four or five hours in the bus to capital city and out uh start talking about god with me i was new christian and giving brochure like all the bus because really? we are allowed Cracks. to do that uh-huh. yeah they, people make fun of you but they it's no like uh, it's not against the law and so that was one of the things because there are people that i know because everyone knows everyone in my hometown they're going from my, <laughs> so and they're like oh hang on you're talking about jesus but um you actually uh, have different religion and and then uh, they didn't know because i just saw i became christian i started bible college a few months after and then i would go in weddings and with cousins and everyone everyone was saying Illyriana, because my full name is Illyriana, yeah. but um, Anna. So she she have changed religion, and then they would come to me and literally, in my face, saying, "The religion that you are born, you need you need to keep it forever. Otherwise, it's rebellious attitude." Uh-huh. And they um, said, yeah. "You are such a good girl and nice." And I'm like, wow. "Yeah, but so I you had... mean like family? Oh yeah, and, and friend pressure was in my face. Like it's not wow. just saying behind my back." But what kept me going, wow. I, I said to, I, I, I made a promise to my heart. Like I said, I know because I never had hope before. This I've been looking for wow. so long. Not that I was very old, but I was 17. And I had no hope. Literally every day I'll wake up, even though surrounded by great people. I just knew that something is missing. Mm. There was a spot in my heart that only God wow. can fill. When God gave me that hope, I said, I am 
there are days that in my flesh I'd feel like, you know, why are they treating me like this? But in my spirit, I was rejoicing. I was like, God, I, and I felt like God was saying, keep going. Wow. I am mm -hmm. with you. That's and great. I never yeah, felt man. alone. That's and great. peer that, pressure, like you're talking oh, about, absolutely. though, is a big deal for a lot of people, isn't it? You know, the, yeah. the friends, maybe they don't see what you've seen yeah. and don't yeah. understand it. And yeah. we'll say things to you like, you've got religion and we liked you better before. Yeah, well, actually, what happened, that's so true, and, mm. um, but I just decided, I felt like God said, keep doing what you're doing, mm. because God's word changes us, mm. and when they it saw is. change, they're like, oh, because people, to be honest, in Albania, they swear a lot, but I thought I was, <laughs> like, biggest, but, you know, little things, they're like, oh, Anna, just automatically that thing, little things, like, not, not big things, swear, like, little words, and I was like, no, no, and this is, and then they saw that, they're like, you are changing, and they would say, like, Everything changed because God is with us and we are yeah. more than victorious with him. Wow. If we stay in him, if we honor him and we stay in him, yeah. he'll never let us down. He'll wow. honor us. Mm, and now amen. I feel like everyone, few years after, everyone wanted to be around me. And I would talk to everyone about yeah. God. And I was like, you know, the verse that says in the Bible, it's so strong. <laughs> if you are ashamed with me, Jesus yeah, says, you list. know, like we shouldn't be ashamed yeah. of yeah. Jesus. because. Yeah. He gave me everything that I needed, and I'm happy, and I have purpose, and I could yeah. be saying, talking longer and longer, but I only give others a chance. But yeah, it, it's yeah. just amazing. It's just incredible. I get that. Mm -hmm. Sebastiano, was it the same for you with, because you work in construction? Uh, yeah, it's um, kind of. Yeah, so it's not noted for being the softest, uh. you know, easiest place you know sometimes some of those environments i'm saying that because i know lots of people that they come to christ but the environment they live in yeah. is like really hard sometimes it's in the home mm. sometimes it's in the workplace uh you know and sometimes not everyone will celebrate you for coming to christ so uh, how was that for you well, actually, I believe that uh, being in that uh, workplace is my ministry. Yeah, I do. Yeah. <laughs> and um, uh, there is a, a kind of language that uh, is not suitable for Christians, <laughs> but uh, something is changing. That's good. Mm -hmm. yeah. I'm so happy that um, keep um, keeping my faith strong before mm -hmm. going to work and uh, mm -hmm. find uh, a way to talk to these people that the, their language is not their culture. Yeah, right, mm. right. Uh, so, it's always yeah. true, is it? It's people, like Anna just said, people want to see Jesus mm. yeah. before they hear Jesus. Yes. Mm. You know what I mean? Uh, Rashida, if I could ask you, because the Bible talks about condemnation, and that just simply means that we have an enemy who really wants to point out, you messed up there, you didn't do that, you should have done that, you know, I read today, like you were speaking about denying Christ. I read about Peter just this morning in Matthew's gospel, you know, where he goes, he, he says, I don't know Jesus. And, and we all, you know, kind of belittle him for it. But he was the only disciple that went to where Jesus was. Mm. All the rest fled. Yeah. So I'm going, cut the guy some slack. You know, you actually, at least he was there. Mm. I mean, was that ever an issue for you, Rashida, with, you know, the enemy kind of going, oh, look at this, you're not good enough. God won't listen to you. Yeah, yeah, no, the, the, the enemy's there all the time. Mm. But, um, you know, I find um, what you said around that is, is like um, a bit of ignorance as well. Mm. Um, 
which people you know have as well because when you're trying to teach the gospel um, not many would stand and listen to you so mm. you know ig ignorance came in mm. and for me the keyword for ignorance is um, the word of God mm. and mm. the knowledge of God and, mm. and what about for yourself never... personally though you know where because none of us are perfect no. at least yeah, I know. I know it's a shock for some of you to realise that, but uh, <laughs> it's the truth. And, you know, I've found that condemnation, it, it's not like the devil's got to look too hard to find something you don't do that you should have done or something you did do you shouldn't have done. We've all been careless in our speech or whatever. What do you do? What Seriously, because, again, I've seen people, I, I remember talking to a lady who owns a restaurant here and... And she was coming to church, but she said to me, whenever I come, I feel unworthy. I know it wasn't what we were saying that was doing that, mm. but there was an enemy that was saying, you don't fit. You're not worthy to be here. And, you know, was trying to pull her out. What do you do with that? With, with such a situation, I, I'd say, you know, you just um, keep going, fo follow your heart. Mm. Um, and communicate with Jesus mm. if, if you if you have accepted Jesus and know who he is mm. and how powerful he is any mm. evil or any any Satan any anything which comes on your way mm. um, there is a way there is a way it may not take it straight a day or two it might take some time but mm. keep, yeah. keep keep coming yeah you know keep keep doing keep coming to church it's it's mm. it's not the people it's it's the uh, evil mm. in people which is stopping them mm. so you, mm. it happens in my personal life as well sure um but i have to think in a way that that that's not that person yeah. you know, that's yeah, it's man. it's devil in them i so think as I well see, yeah. the, you know i think my favorite verse when i was a, a young christian was 1 john 1 9 if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Mm. Only because I had so many struggles. Mm. There were so many things out of my past life mm. that even though I got born again, there was still this old nature. Yeah. You talked yeah. about the flesh. Yes. And, yeah. and, you know, there's bits of that that just just don't disappear automatically right. because you receive Jesus. Mm. And so I used to think, Lord, I'm sorry, but here I am again, yeah. and I'm asking you again. And you know, never once did I feel like God was saying, I'm sick of you. No. Yeah. But then I've raised three children and four grandkids and now in our family. And, you know, I never once ever thought about any of my kids. All right, that's it. I'm sick of you. Yeah. You know, you've done this too many times. They're yours. Hmm. And it's good for us to understand that God is not saving us to be robots hmm. or to be church members mm. he's saving us to be his kids mm. his, yeah. our family yeah. you know i mean solomon you look to me like such a godly man oh. <laughs> <laughs> who's never had any issues what were some of the things that you faced as that young person you spoke about who you know in the, what 18 i think you said go i get it i'm gonna live for jesus mm. What were some of the obstacles for you that you faced? So at the time I got saved, but, but um, in between um, something happened in my life that I had to, um, I lost connection with God uh, mm. in the sense that I was not relational uh, with him. But um, I would just say before I, I come to uh, Australia, I, I was, when I opened my mouth, it was all bad, bad words. Mm. And I was 
really? hours of terror uh, mm. at workplace. It, Hold up your head <laughs> if you can believe that about exactly. Simon. Really? So, like, are you serious? <laughs> I, I, I was. And uh, me and my friend, we used to be uh, like the most terror in, in the company. Oh. And I made that call saying, Lord, I want to be changed. I want to oh. go back to my roots. Nice. And then like as soon as I stepped in, I'm, I'm surprised so many times that when people are speaking these other languages <laughs> at workplace, I, I don't even feel like actually saying those words. Mm. Mm. Like that's the, I think when you dwell uh, in, in the word and when you, when you know and when you ask and when you, when you're confident, you have that faith that Yes. Tell speak though for a second because <clears throat> I know as a young Christian, my brain would go to a million places in ten seconds. Like I, I really do remember being in church, lifting up my hands in worship, it's all about Jesus, and in thirty seconds I'm thinking about the beach. <laughs> <laughs> or what I'm gonna have for lunch. I don't know anybody else, you know yeah. you know, my brain's pretty high speed. But so, what do you say to someone who goes, you know, I can't spend five hours in prayer, you know, I'd be climbing up the wall or whatever. How do you help those people start having a life that's a relationship with Jesus like Sebastiana talked about? We all know he loves us and that we love him. Mm. But really, there's a few daily disciplines that if you start getting them in your life, they'll help her. I think you just answered that. Uh, it's the discipline, uh, right? right? And uh, we, if we are not disciplined in our daily uh, mm. commune with with uh, our Savior, and if you like, if you have a girlfriend or if you're in relationship, you want to commune with them. Mm -hmm. How would you not commune today and expect them to build relationship? Mm -hmm. It won't happen. And that's how I actually started to know yeah. how I used to have relationship with a with my friends that without communicating with yeah. them, I would be lost. Yeah. So that's the concept I got. And that's the concept I would say to people. It's, it's sounds simple that you need to commune, but it's simplicity. The gospel is simple for us. Yeah. And when you understand and when you come in with them daily, over and over again, going back to the word and meditating, uh, I'm some somewhere like uh, Anna uh, where from my childhood, I used to see my parents pray for hours and hours, and I developed that. Even when I was away from Christ, you would not believe I was praying at four o'clock in the morning. Wow, really? Even I was not having relationship, I was <laughs> praying. I think those prayers actually saved me, wow. uh, uh, protected me. Amen. Uh, but that's the commune part. That yeah. uh, Sometimes though, too, people can be in places and there'd be some people who'd be a part of this service uh, online who you know, might be going through a very difficult time or a very pressured time. I remember years ago where I felt like there was so much pressure and my emotional resilience wasn't there. And I thought, I've got to get back to the basics like you're all talking about. So I started walking. And when I'd walk, I would just talk to Jesus. And when I say talk to Jesus, there was no doctrine or big speech. It'd be, hello, Jesus, how are you? Mm. Wow. You know, yeah. you know what I mean? I, I know it, for some people that might sound too, I don't know, too childlike. But then mm. Jesus said, if you don't come like a child. Mm. Yeah, correct. You know what I mean? Mm. Well, I really think we make God way too complicated. Yeah, yeah correct. We make God this... 
you've got to have all this formula and this way of doing it. And if you get that right, then God listens to you. And I go, no, that's not the way it is. God says, yeah. I'm your father. You're my kids. Man. Uh, so, yeah, thank mm. you. Hey, thank you all for that. Um, it's so important. And for every one of you, I can't, but we could talk for another two hours here without a blink. But uh, we really do want to help you. I hope you can tell from the heart of everyone here that we urge you to find a way to build a relationship with Jesus. In a minute, I'm going to ask each one of these people to pray for you uh, in their native tongue for Rashida and I. We're going we're gonna to go with English. English. <laughs> uh, that'll be our tongue for sure for that. But uh, wherever you are, lean in. I want you to understand that there's hope for you. Yeah. And I want you to understand that if Jesus saved you, mm. it's because he intends to finish what he began. Amen. You know, the Bible says that Jesus is alpha. That means the beginning. And he's the omega. That means the end. Wow. So that means... He, he doesn't have any of this, well, I've just stopped halfway and got tired. No. He goes, no, whatever I start, I finish. Yeah. Some of you might say in your heart, having listened to the story from Solomon, you know, I was 18 when I really gave Jesus yep. my yes. Rashida coming from a home, a wonderful home and a wonderful family, but saying, I don't know Jesus and giving him your yes. You know, you coming from a very religious country. Uh, but here only uh, several years ago saying yes to Christ and then you as a young 17-year-old in Albania uh, saying to Jesus, I'm going to follow you. And it really does start with a yes. Yeah. I love our yes text, we call it here at Metro. If you're in Australia, you just simply send Y-E-S to the number that's up there on your screen, 0488 826 392. You can send your yes. You can do it right now. You can do it at two o'clock in the morning, whenever. After it comes in, this couple, Sebastian and Rashida, will then set in process whereby every day you will get a Bible verse. It's a different one every day and a prayer that's different every day to help you get started. Yeah. And you'll get a different one every day for 30 days. You can opt out whenever you want because it comes from us. It's not coming from some company somewhere. It's us here at Metro wanting to help you. And then after that, if you want, boy, it goes for a year and a half yeah, of real great information and stuff that'll help you. So uh, that number is 0488 Now, if you're outside of Australia, then that number won't work, obviously. But you can go to yes.metrochurch.org. That's O-R-G. Yes.metrochurch.org.au And the same thing will happen. You'll just get it via email. And we'd love to send it to you. We'll never write and ask you for anything. We, we don't spam you, but we do want to make sure we're a part of helping you grow. I think the most exciting thing for me as a pastor has been seeing people's lives grow, yeah. seeing people change. I look around at some of the people here that you can't see because they're on the other side of the camera. Uh, Mardelli here from Colombia. Mm. And to see the way that she has grown in Christ over the last several years that we've had the privilege of knowing her and she's been a part of our life here at Metro. But you do see that stuff and it's mm. a great thing yeah. to be a part of that. So um, I pray that you'll give your yes to Jesus. Mm. Start it. 
you might go, oh, I, I don't know if I can. I go, well, no, you probably can't, but he'll help you. Yeah. Isn't that right, everyone? Yeah, oh, so, uh, so true. You, you know, if it was all up to us, we aren't turning over a new leaf. Mm. We're inviting Jesus into our life. Mm, correct. And yeah. he comes yeah. in. And one of you said it a bit earlier on, you know, the transformation yeah. that comes inside of you is remarkable. Amen. Yeah. So let me pray for each one of you that are saying yes. And then I'm going to ask Anna to pray. Then I'm going to ask Sebastiano, etc. On we'll go around. Come on, let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for every person. Lord, I may not know their name, but you know their name. Mm. I may not know their past or their history, but Lord, you do. Mm. And Lord, as simple as it is, Lord, save us from making you so complicated that we miss you. Mm. We invite you to come into our life. We're saying yes to a new life with you. We're going to trust you. We're going to allow you to help us and to change us, to speak to us, to guide us, to lead us, to build us and to change us. And we thank you for each one that's doing that right now or in the days to come. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Honor, if you would, would you pray in Albanian for the people that are part of this service? Thank you. Grazie a Dio per la tua presenza in, questa, in questo posto. Eh, invito tutti quanti eh, a leggere eh, il Salmo 67 perché Dio mi ha dato eh, un messaggio per voi eh, e spero che, ti, che, vo, che, che possa benedirvi e mostrare la sua faccia a voi. Nel, nel tuo um, uh, almighty name I pray. Amen. 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 Rashida, thank you. Precious Father, we come before you, Lord Jesus, tonight. Thank you for this evening, Lord. Thank you for everyone watching tonight. I thank you for all that you've done, all that you're doing, and all that you're about to do in our lives. Father God, I pray for all the lost souls around the world as we preach the gospel, Lord, that they may come to salvation. Amen. We love you, Lord. We bless you. We shall wait here and see all the good results we get to do with you Amen. in your yes, mighty Lord. kingdom. Amen. In the mighty Amen. name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. 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 Thank you, Solomon. Mahonatra Kurchinandaku Mimikus Totum Chelisna Prabhamaku, E Perth Daicheshnandak Mikus Totum Chelisna Prabhatanri, Tewama India Korkum Pradhan Chesnam Prabhatanri Akanunchi ఎవరెవరైతే Tanri Pratyokarki, Tanri, Mi Parshidamaina, Atmanu, Nimpi, Pom Nimpi, Tanri Prabha, Mire Walanu, Inka, Edginchiman Arutana Prabha Tanri, Samastamamiku, Che Kapachapi Tanri, E Dinashi Radamir Mak Daichemani, Es Namulaudutanam Tanri.
Amen. 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 Thank you so much. You know, one of the things, by the way, that I didn't know until a month or two ago was that if you yes text in, you can actually ask questions back. Yes. Yeah. Um, via, I, I imagine it's via the email. Uh, and same text. And, or the same text, yeah. Text or email, uh, same thing. You can you, ask questions. You know, when I gave my life to Christ, there was a, a lady, it's quite an amazing story, but anyway, I won't go into that here. But I met this girl who was a Christian. She was in a Christian bookstore. I happened, it was the only time ever I went to it, walked in there, bought some books because I was so hungry. And she said to me, our church is going to pray for you. And I said, what time is that? <laughs> she said, it'll be Tuesday night at 8 o'clock. And uh, so I said, that's great. She gave me her phone number. There was no romantic thing there. It was just her wanting to encourage me. Mm -hmm. And uh, that Tuesday night, I knelt down. I was living in a caravan at the back of someone's house. I didn't have anywhere else to live. So I'm in this caravan. I kneel down because I thought you had to kneel to pray. I didn't know you can pray in whatever stance you're in. I knelt down. Now, no one had told me that verse in John's Gospel that says, He that believeth on me, out of his belly shall flow, flow rivers of living water. I didn't know it. Mm. I knelt down at 8 o'clock on that Tuesday night. There's all these people in a church on the other side of the city that I've never met praying for me. And it was like you dropped a stone into a pond. Out of my belly, I didn't know the verse, ripples. It just kept on going of like the most amazing sensation of power, wow. of love, mm. just going like that, out of me. Just kept on going like that. And I've never forgotten that. I rang that girl every day going, you know, what about this? You know, what about this? Can you tell me this? I read this Bible verse. I, I asked her things like, when I pray, what am I supposed to imagine? Because <laughs> seriously, I, I didn't know it enough really to be able to get it all right. So if you want some uh, your questions answered, we're not here to argue or debate, but we are here to help. So if you've got some, send them in and Sebastian and Rashida will know it all. Yes. Or else they'll know how to find it all. <laughs> or else they might be like me on some yeah. things. I'll say, look, I don't know, but let's trust God with that one. Hey, look, one more thing before we go to Pastor Bruce. Thank you so much for coming. It's Mother's Day. Buona festa la mamma. So, uh, and I can't remember what the other one was. was Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, we've got a gift for each one of you to take, you wow. for you to take home to your wife. Oh, thank you. Uh, there's, this is not just flowers. It's actually a pot plant, so you keep on growing. Oh, okay. And there's some chocolates. There's one for Mardelli, uh, one for Pastor Bruce to take home to Robin. Uh, Mitch is going to take one home to his mum. I won't say what Mitch said when I told him about this. It was something along the lines of, oh, good. Then I will. No, 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 I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> uh, but we so appreciate you being here. Thank you for taking time out. And we really trust that this has been something that's helped you. Hmm. Um, I pray more than anything that it whets your appetite, makes you hungry yeah. to go. There is so much more. I really want to discover everything that God has for me. Amen. Stay tuned, won't you? Pastor Bruce is coming in a minute. There's lots of exciting things happening at Metro Church online. We'd love to let you know about them uh, in the future. So why don't you subscribe? Make sure you get our notifications and then you won't miss a thing. Here's Pastor Bruce. Thank you, Bruce. Well, thank you for joining me here at uh, Ministry Time. 
always great to uh, be a part of this special part of the service. So maybe you're joining us here for the very first time, uh, finding us online, or maybe you're used to normally coming to our physical building. But of course, tonight was a uh, online special only service. So uh, let me give you a few uh, little tips and tricks, I suppose, as to why we're doing this ministry time uh, and really what it's all about. It's just like at the end of a physical service. Uh, if you heard a message and it really spoke to you, or you just came in and you had different needs uh, in your life and you wanted people to come alongside you and pray with you and believe for you. Well, that's exactly what this is uh, just within the online space. So we've got a couple of really easy ways uh, for you to be able to do your part of this service because this is for you. That's why we call it ministry time. We're here uh, wanting to minister uh, for you and with you. So if you are here in Australia, you can send us a text message through to this number 0439 134 764 or you can send us an email wherever you are in the world to this email address, prayer at metrochurch.org.au. Uh, do that now. You might perhaps need to grab a secondary device uh, to do that. And the idea is send through the prayer requests uh, through that text number or to the email address and uh, they'll come through to this device in front of me. Uh, we'll just wait a few moments for those to come through and then we will pray together and believe together as a church family because we want to minister to whatever needs there might be uh, within your particular life. While you're doing that, we love to hear about answers to prayer as well. Uh, we refer to those as praise reports or good news reports and so we love sharing those. And so again, um, that's the invitation to you. Send those through again in this time right now. We'll celebrate with you and the rest the church family and let me know then what happens uh, with all of the prayer requests and the praise reports so after they come through uh, either in this section right now or perhaps uh, afterwards during the other days or the week all of our prayer requests and all of the praise reports they go off to our prayer team who believe uh, with you and for you throughout the entire week um, so we don't get to pray just once in this segment but you've got a whole prayer team who are praying and believing for you all throughout the week so uh, it's a great opportunity uh, I really encourage you to uh, take advantage of that the other thing I wanted to share just before I make sure that I've got all the prayer requests is that um, I was over in the other section of our studio this evening listening to that great panel uh, this evening and I really felt God impress upon my heart that uh, you're going to be hearing this particular part of the message and me saying, hey, send your prayers here right now. Well, you may very well be watching this service after the fact that we've actually gone live and thinking to yourself, well, it's too late. I've missed my opportunity. This is a word from the Lord for you. It's not too late. We want you to send through the prayer requests. You might be hearing it now, a day late, a week later, a month later, whenever it is. Whenever you are hearing this, you know what? God knows that you are viewing this message at this particular time and he knows that there are needs in your life. And so he and I, we want to encourage you, send through the prayer requests. The moment that you hear this message, text them through or email them through. And as I said, they will go through to our prayer team and they will begin praying whenever they get that particular message. So don't lose this opportunity. God's there with you. We're there with you. We want to pray and believe with you in the mighty name of Jesus. All right, so let me check my devices now. I don't want to miss any of the uh, prayer requests that have come through in this particular part of the service this evening. So I'll just have a quick look uh, and then we will pray together as a church family. 
Okay, so the first one here, uh, praying for a young pastor um, who's been taken to hospital uh, with suspected pancreatitis um, and also an inflamed gallbladder. None of that sounds great at all. Um, so we're going to be praying for physical healing uh, for that young man. So I'd be asking you to join me with that one. And we'll pray for these uh, just in a few moments. So this is just me letting you know what those prayer requests are. Another one here, um, a lady here, she's 36 weeks pregnant, uh, struggling uh, with some illness and also with a, a a fractured toe. Uh, none of that is obviously going to be good, particularly when you're expecting. Uh, so we want to be believing for her as well. And let me just check once more so I don't uh, miss anybody else on here. Okay, that's all we've got for here. So why don't you join with me? And of course, you might not have had a chance to send through the prayer requests uh, right now, but why don't you uh, join your faith with mine as we put these issues before God. Father, we thank you that we get to stand in the gap. Father, it's such a privilege that uh, people trust us, that they pour out their heart, that they reach out to others who don't know them, but they say, I've got some prayer needs. Will you pray with me? Will you pray for me? So, Father, we thank you for the privilege of getting alongside these people with these various needs. And Lord, we pray for, uh, for healings uh, in both of those people's bodies. And Lord, for other uh, issues that are there out there, God, any other prayer needs that people haven't quite had a chance to put them through, or as I said before, Lord, they're hearing this message sometime after the event, but there are prayer needs, there are things in their lives. Right now, I pray that you will meet them where they are, increase their faith, provide for whatever it is that they need, and that you will clearly show them that you have made a way, that it's you that's brought about provision. And so we give you the praise and the glory in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you for praying with me uh, for those. As I mentioned, please continue to send your prayer requests through. This is not the only time to do it. This is just the time we get to do it live together as a church family. But please send them through anytime, day or night. As I mentioned, they go off to our prayer team who absolutely love praying for all of those needs. Now it's time to say... Hi, before we say goodbye, uh, and what we're talking about is um, saying hi to all the people that have been interacting with us and chatting with us uh, on YouTube. So let me bring that up and we'll say hello to all the great people uh, that have joined us. And uh, if you're on uh, YouTube or even Facebook Live, why don't you send a shout out, say hi, let us know who you are, where you're from, and we get to say hi. So we have uh, Solomon who was multitasking over there and also Pastor Jeff. So uh, always great to have them interacting. So thank you for you guys. Uh, we've got uh, Johnson Partha. Hello, Johnson. I think I heard you mentioned uh, during uh, that particular service. So hello to you again live here behind the camera. Uh, Nikki Blaine. Good evening, Nikki. Uh, great to see you here. Uh, got me on here, so it'll be a bit silly if I said hi to me, but anyway. Um, we've got uh, Tisa. Hey, Tisa. Good to see you on here. Uh, Julia Nordholm. Hello, Julia. Good to see you here. Eugene. Oh, wow. I hope you're enjoying the evening at home, Eugene. You are always rock solid, always here, every single service. God bless you, Eugene. You're a great blessing. Great to see you here online with us. Uh, we've got Victoria Partha. It's the Partha time tonight. Hello to you too. Uh, we've got Sven. Hello, Sven. Great to have you on here. Rosalind Partha. I told you, it's the Partha night. Rosalind, good to see you here. Fantastic. Uh, we've got Anitha Kota. Hello to you. Good to see you on here. Tessie. Good evening, Tessie. Great to see you on here. And Pastor Jeff again, one final goodbye there. Fantastic. All right, well, that's been uh, this amazing, special online-only uh, Live at Five service. Uh, we look forward to seeing you sometime soon, next Sunday morning, hopefully, our 9.30 a.m. service, which, of course, kicks off at 9.15 for Mingle Time. And, of course, next Sunday evening, Live at Five, but preceded again uh, with Mingle Time at 4.45. Uh, if you 
been blessed by this service, why don't you share it with some other people? Let them know that uh, we're here, Metro Church WA, and uh, share the great news. Have a great week. God bless you. See you soon.